Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 449, and I am really excited today because I'm going to share with you eight real stories from real sellers, and these are just everyday average people just like you and me. Uh, we're not going to be throwing around these, you know, multi-million dollar numbers or these people that, you know, went from zero to a million. None of those stories. These are real people that are starting just like you. And yes, some of them are doing really well. And collectively, uh, with all eight of those, and I did like some rough math just from some of the numbers that I know that they've sent me, over 5 million collectively, okay? So, I mean, some of them are, you know, even close to hitting a million right now themselves in revenue, that is. But again, they started right where you are maybe right now. And they faced a lot. You're gonna hear this. They faced a lot of sticking points. Some of them wanting to give up. And uh, they got through it, but they also learned a ton through this process. So what I did is I reached out to eight of my students, my listeners of the podcast, and I had them answer a few questions. And one of those questions was, what was your biggest sticking point when starting? The second thing was, what would you do differently now from what you've learned? And then also, what has helped you get to where you are today? So those are three questions that I ask, and you're going to hear some of them go on and give a little bit more detail, and some get right to the point. And uh, that's what I want you to do here, though, guys. I want you to take away from these lessons. And let me tell you, there's some golden nuggets in here that you're going to walk away with some actionable stuff, too. And really, if I can get you mentally prepared for what is going to happen once you get started, then to me... I'm going to be able to set you up for success because you're going to be prepared. You're going to be aware of it. And you're also going to be armed with how to deal with it. And I think once you hear these stories, it's going to give you all of the details as far as when you get started and what to look forward to when you're going through this process. Now, I did want to remind you the show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 449, all right? And you can get all the transcripts, the show notes, the links. I, I even have a video there. I think I'm going to post one of, uh, actually, Tony. I'll probably end up posting that video or embedding it into the blog post. So definitely, if you want to go there, check out theamazingseller.com forward slash 449 for all the show notes, transcripts, all that stuff. But the big thing I want you guys to understand is that we all can learn together. And I learn so much from my students, from my listeners, and I want to share this with you to, again, inspire you and also give you the mindset that you can do this too, all right? And if you're facing something, it's normal, all right? Now, you're going to hear some people mention PLC. I get people even that ask me, Scott, what is TAS? So I should probably tell you that. TAS is the amazing seller, and the amazing seller is you. We're you know, training you and getting you ready mentally, physically, and just ready to attack this business and become the amazing seller of your own business, all right? So that's what TAS is. PLC is our private label classroom. So you're gonna hear some of, of these people here talk about PLC, and that is our classroom. So I don't really come on the podcast and promote it or pitch my class. What I usually do is I wait for you to come to me if you're interested, and that can happen in a variety of different ways just by me mentioning it here, maybe, or just coming to one of our workshops, and then we talk a little bit about that at the end of the workshop. But again, if you are interested in knowing more or learning more about the private label classroom, the PLC, as we call PLCers, that's what we call ourselves, uh, you can go ahead and check out privatelabelclassroom.com. Now, 
depending on when you're listening to this, it could be currently closed. We close for usually around four to six weeks, two times a year, and one of the times is generally in December. So depending on when you're listening to this, it may be closed, but you can always go to privatelabelclassroom.com and you can see if it's open for enrollment. All right. So definitely check it out if you're interested. All right. So guys, I'm going to stop talking so you guys can listen to these eight sellers talk exactly about what has happened since they started selling on Amazon and their own e-commerce sites. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. My name is John Gamble and I am from Gunner, Texas. What was your biggest sticking point when starting private label? My biggest sticking point was having analysis paralysis. You can truly overanalyze something so much that you never take action. I have learned over these past two years that quick to market is really the key. You know, don't let small things tie you down. You have to keep cranking out products. And my philosophy personally going forward is that I want to constantly have new products entering the market. This way, the old ones with more competition will really no longer be such a big deal. What is one thing you would do differently now that you've launched a product? There are actually two. One is not to take income too early. And I've always heard people say that, but the reason I started the business was for income. So I took that too early. And really, that can come back to bite you as you grow and expand your product line because you'll not have the cash flow to do so. And it will really slow things down. So that's number one, is not take income too early. The second thing is make every product a variation, if you can. Now, that can't always be done. But when it can, I try to do that every time. It just gives you more exposure and more chances to make a sale to a customer. This may sound cliche, but I really owe it all to Scott, Chris, and the TAS community. I've listened to the podcast since February of 2015 and quickly caught up to the current episodes and got going with researching my first product and then launching later that year. Um, It's been a continually learning experience ever since. I've gone through ups and downs, losses, bad supplier deals, copyright issues, but I've had to learn to fail fast and get back up and keep going. Don't let anything stop you. I'm still not where I want to be, and I have so much more to learn and so much um, ways I can grow, but I keep going. The thing I've always tried to stick to is just-in-time learning, and that's one thing with the podcast. There's so much great information is sometimes it doesn't apply to you, and that's okay. If you're not at a point where you know, you can use the information, then don't let that bog you down and stand in the way. You, know, you truly just have to take action and learn from your mistakes along the way, and you'll be successful. So I just wanted to jump in here real quick and just give you my thoughts on John. John also had told me in person recently in Texas when I was visiting there, we had a TAS meetup that uh, his first product, he invested about 2,500, I think it was, maybe 3,000, and the product didn't do all that well. He felt like giving up, but he didn't, and he just pressed on. And then from there, he gave himself a $500 allowance, in a sense, to just go after AliExpress products. He did that to build up more capital to launch his second product, and that's exactly what he did. So I just thought that's a nice little tidbit to throw in there because he didn't explain that, but that was something I thought was really, really powerful, and to him... It's just natural. He is not going to give up. So I just wanted to kind of throw my two cents in there. John is a great guy, huge success, and he's going to be even more successful in 2018 and beyond. 
Now this next guy, his name is Jared, and I wanted to throw that in there because he actually forgot to say his name. Shame on you, Jared. But uh, he has got a great story, and I can't wait for you to listen to it. So here we go. Here is Jared. Before starting to sell on Amazon, my biggest issue was definitely confusion. There were just so many resources throwing information at you from all angles. It's impossible to know what's absolutely necessary to just start. Um, the TAS Live event in Denver, which I believe was the first one, um, happened to have been a huge turning point for me. After that event, um, and after taking advice from Scott, I literally shut off all podcasts, including his. Um, I focused on everything that we learned about, we spoke about, everything I had written um, at that event, and that was it. So basically, just what was necessary to get started. My first product was up on Amazon three months later. If I could do it all over again, I, th uh, I think I might have started in a different category. Um, the category I'm in right now, I'm forced to have a crazy amount of variations. Um, it's a tremendous amount of SKUs to manage. The amount of SKUs plus the long lead times that I have for production, it equals a huge, huge amount of work to manage. Um, my advice is to pick a product without variations, and if you can get a product with shorter lead times, that's even better. When I think about where I was and where I am now, 19 months since meeting Scott and Chris, there literally are no words for my appreciation and gratitude. Besides being close to having sold about 50,000 units on Amazon, um, I've actually taken the knowledge that I've learned. With Scott and Chris's guidance, I now have three clients that I consult for. One is a small startup, um, which hopefully won't be small for long. One is a medium-sized company, and one is a massive company. It's really fun and exciting to be able to, to get into other people's businesses and, and try to help them. None of this would have been possible without Scott and Chris. My plans for next year include adding products and extending my current brand, um, continuing to help other people grow their businesses, and basically total world domination. All right, so I wanna just throw my little tidbit in here for Jared. Number one, you can hear what he had said about how he was overwhelmed and frustrated until he got a clear roadmap. Once he did, he tuned everything else out so he could focus on exactly what he had to do. And that's exactly what we talk about here on the Amazing Seller Podcast inside of our private label classroom. Any of the resources that we give is always about chunking it down and making it one thing that you can do every single day to move yourself closer, and that's exactly what he did. I did want to say, you can hear how he's a little bit different than John was, right? John talked about variations. He likes variations. What Jared said is he would do no variations or very, very little. And the thing is, is in his category, it is very, very heavy on variations. So you kind of have to see where you are and what makes the most sense for you. But you can see not everyone is the same. So just wanted to highlight that. Let's move on to this next guy. Hi, my name is Bill. I'm calling from Phoenix, Arizona. I guess uh, maybe my biggest sticking point when I started Private Label was getting married to a product and um, getting emotionally involved with it. And that's one thing that I've learned from Scott and Chris is that you have to treat it like any other business venture. Um, that's probably what I would change, uh, the one thing that I've learned 
from Scott and Chris not to do. Next year, my plans are to get launching other products. I've had a couple, um, I wouldn't call them failures, but learning experiences. And that's probably another hurdle is the endless enthusiasm uh, that Scott and Chris teach is not to get discouraged by failures and to treat them all as learning experiences. And that's exactly what I've done. Merry Christmas, everyone, and especially Merry Christmas to Scott and Chris. Oh, Bill. I love Bill. Bill has been with us since the very beginning. He was one of our first 25 private label classroom students, and we went round and round with some different product ideas, and it was really hard for him to wrap his mind around looking at the data versus what you think is a good idea. And he's finally gotten it. Two and a half years later, he's had a very successful couple of products that are doing really well. But like Bill said in his his little message there, he does tend to get married to a product or even a product idea. So we're still working on that and Bill knows it. It's a work in progress. And I think we all are a work in progress. So just learn from what you have strengths in and then learn what you have weaknesses in and then just move on and just learn from that. You'll be surprised how powerful it really truly is. So think about that one. This is Rich Kibble from Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, yeah, so my biggest sticking point when starting was uh, definitely product selection. It took me a fairly long time. I think it's just the most critical part of private label, and it's the hardest to change once you've done it. Uh, everything else is pretty easy to um, adjust or change course. The product is more, you know, it's a little bit, it would be slower to change anything. And uh, it's, it's more important than ever now to be differentiated, in my opinion. Uh, The one thing that I would do differently now that I've launched a product is build an email list sooner. When I launched, it wasn't as necessary as it is now. I don't know that it's completely necessary now. It depends on the product, I suppose, but uh, it's definitely more helpful now than it was in the past. So that's that's something that I would do differently is build that out sooner. Uh, So yeah, the PLC started just a few weeks before my first launch and having Chris and Scott, you know, lay out a path to follow um, made things much more achievable. It just seemed like, you know, you're just, you're seeing what the people ahead of you have done and it just makes it a lot more real when you see that someone else has achieved success and how they did it specifically. It just makes it seem a lot more doable. Uh, And then the PLC hangouts were great uh, in the beginning, especially because you're, you know, bouncing ideas off of people and you're um, getting questions answered. And we got to meet uh, people actually in person uh, at a couple of the live events. I met uh, a bunch of like-minded people uh, who I've been friends with since Uh, we met in the PLC and, you know, we've been friends and even business partners uh, since. So the plans for next year. So yeah, 2018 for me is all about building the systems and processes for my business and then scaling. So I want to streamline inventory and new product rollout. I'm going to hire somebody to help me with that. Ideally, they'll take care of inventory and help with new products, bringing them to market. And uh, that'll leave me free to do what I'm best at, which is product selection and product development. So ultimately, I want to triple my product catalog and revenues by the end of the year. And I want to have other people handling keeping everything in stock. And that's about it. Thanks, guys. So you can hear what Rich said, right? I mean, he's talking about product research, and that's what he's good at. Again, we just talked about that before 
with strengths, right? That's a strength of his. He wants to now start outsourcing. We're talking almost three years later, he's thinking about creating these processes and these systems to really scale his business. He's also developed partnerships since he started. So I always say, once you get started, things happen. And what you're doing today might not be what you're doing tomorrow, but you have to get started in order to get those things rolling. Hey, this is Jonathan from South Carolina. So one of the biggest hurdles that I had starting out was not knowing what to expect when I imported the products that I that I ordered. Um, for example, not knowing what information I would need to give to to my broker that would go through customs and such. So that was one of the things that really had me hesitating when starting out. So one of the things that I would do differently if I was starting all over again is I would first make sure that i knew what the importing fees are were going to be making an order with my manufacturer uh, because there are certain products that have a high tariff fees um, for importing into the united states so um, for example certain wooded products that have wood have an anti-dumping fee that's a huge fee that you'll face when trying to import those types of products. Um, not all, but some products that have wood um, are faced with that. So my journey in the private label business um, started back in 2015. Um, I started listening to the, the Amazing Seller podcast and I just kept listening and listening and which was a, a lot of great information uh, that I found and it did get me uh, more acquainted in, in what to expect. Um, but I felt like I needed more of a step-by-step guidance and assistance. So that's um, when I decided to enroll in the private label classroom. That was that same year, 2015, around the summer. And it definitely helped me, helped me what I was looking for. Um, the detailed um, step-by-step tutorials were definitely one of the things that really helped me um, grow my business faster. So one of the things that I really like about the community in the private label classroom is that Scott and Chris are, they always make sure that you get unstuck. So whether it's through the Facebook group or the Hangouts, they they always make sure that you have the latest information that's going on with Amazon and also anything that you're stuck with, they're, they're always willing to help. So I really appreciate that detailed assistance that they give. Okay, so my plans for 2018 it, one of the first things that I want to do is renegotiate with my suppliers to um, hopefully have a lower cost of goods to increase profit margins, of course. And from there, um, I do plan on expanding onto Amazon Canada. So I do have a product selling over there um, right now, and it's doing well. So I plan on sending some more of my current and existing products onto Canada. And eventually, I want to... Um, move on to the other Amazon um, marketplaces. And also what I want to focus on is trying to build my assets outside of Amazon. So such as building, keep building my email list, um, trying to sell through my online e-commerce store. So those are just one of the things that I'm really going to try and focus on this upcoming year. All right. So Jonathan talks about his sticking points when he was starting. It was really to do with 
figuring out what it was going to cost them for customs and things like that because of different materials. Now you can hear how he's kind of figured that out. And again, that's something that might not be your sticking point in the beginning, but it was his and he figured out a way to get around it. Now, I know some of you will be asking, well, Scott, how do you figure that out? The first thing you would need to do is contact your manufacturer and ask them what type of material it is and then find the tariff code, the code that they will need at customs. And then from there, you can either talk to your freight forwarder or you can just call DHL or even FedEx or whatever your shipping company is in their customs department and they can generally give you an idea of what that would look like. The one thing I want to note here about Jonathan, and he didn't mention it here, but I actually, I think I mentioned it on a past episode where he talks about his first product was a winner. And then his second product was a flop and his third product was a flop. I think that's how it went. And then his fourth one did really well, but he didn't give up and he continues to launch products. And if you've been listening, you kind of hear that as one of the common threads being said here, launch multiple products, take the winners, run with them and cut the losers. Hi, my name is Bob and I'm from San Diego. I want to give a quick shout out to Scott and Chris from The Amazing Seller. I think these guys just do a wonderful job. After listening to a few podcasts and reading their Facebook posts, I could uh, tell immediately that they were into helping people like me learn the ropes and how to sell on Amazon. I've probably been listening to them for two years, and after three months of listening, I ordered my first FBA product from China. I listed it. It took off. It was a huge success. And about three months later, it was a dismal failure because competitors came in, and I didn't pay close enough attention, and I slowly moved from page one to about page ten. If I had to do it over again, I would have listened to Scott and Chris more and fought to keep my product on page one. But because of their inspirational teachings, I didn't give up. I just took it in stride, and I switched to a category I understood better. I introduced a new SKU. It was another big success. I have since rolled out six more, and most of those are doing very good. Now, my November sales just recently ended, and they were 460% higher than my September. My plan for 2018 is to double my net profits. I feel confident I can do that. So thank you, The Amazing Seller. Thank you for your teachings and encouragement. So there you go. Another example of launching a product. It did okay, but then it soon dropped off. And from there, it comes down to picking the right products, as we've talked about before. And you've heard some of the people here today talk about that exactly, going back to what Rich Kibble said. It's one of the things that you need to understand and you need to keep practicing. You need to keep honing your skills at as far as picking the right products or the right categories, as Bob says here. So the big lesson here is, once again, get really good at finding good products that serve a really good market, understand the category that you're going into, and launch a variety of products. Oh, and uh, yeah, don't give up if your first product is not a success. Hi, this is Nick from Anna, Texas. One sticking point that I had when I first got started was the slowness of the starting process. I picked a product in the height of fourth quarter, and my product didn't land until January 21st. It just happened to be the slow period for my product. So it made it very difficult to get off the ground and, and launch multiple products at one time. And one thing I do differently now is just to pick a product that is not seasonal. I, that's one thing I would say is just watch out for seasonality of products. Um, given that I did pick that product in fourth quarter, it made it 
basically two two seasons of the year where th this particular product sells very well um, but it makes it difficult throughout the rest of the year to kind of plan and and, and grow the business as well in those uh, slow times and, and the difficult times Scott and Chris have uh, definitely encouraged me to keep going through the struggles and to, to push on and keep trying to trying new things and trying different aspects of the business my plans in the next year um, are to continue going with my existing brand and actually attempt to sell it. Um, I had it listed earlier this year, decided to take it off the market for a fourth quarter um, and plan to put it back on, on the market starting in January so we have two good solid years of uh, revenues showing uh, for the sale. And then uh, I have two new brands that I'm actually working on um, that are multiple products in each and what I plan to do is to try to, like you guys are teaching us to build the list and look for sales opportunities within those uh, niches that I'm, that I'm working in. Ah, my good friend, Nick, we call him the lightning deal king. He, uh, he's had a bunch of different lightning deals. His product is really tailored for lightning deals and uh, he's had some really good success. Now, the one thing that you need to pay close attention to here of what Nick said was when he launched his first product, he missed that opportunity to sell that product. It was a fourth quarter product, let's call it, or maybe it was a trend, right? If you are landing a product and you think it's going to sell in a certain season, you better make sure that you land it in that season. So that's a mistake that he made. Now that could have been a mistake that your manufacturer could have said it's going to be ready and it wasn't ready, but you need to know that and you need to be aware of that and you can't put all of your eggs into one basket. But the one thing that I want to mention about Nick and a lot of the people that I've shared with you today, and you can see this common thread over and over again, they're never going to give up. It's just not an option. So you put something up. If it works, great. If it doesn't, you move on. You figure out a way to liquidate it or get through that inventory and start over. Again, I go back to what John had said. John said, well, I launched my first product. It didn't do as well as I wanted to. That was my budget. I kind of did away with my budget now, right? I, I spent it all on inventory. So now what am I going to do? I'm going to figure out another way to make my money back. So this way here, I can start on my next product and what he did, and I said it once before and I'm gonna say it again, is he used AliExpress, found products there, sold them, flipped them, kind of like retail arbitrage, and I've got some of my students, they start in retail arbitrage in our 1K Fast Track course, and then from there, they graduate to private labeling and doing exactly what these guys are talking about here. Failure is just not an option. And you can tell just by listening to these stories that it's a mindset thing, right? If you think to yourself that if you fail and failure to me, isn't even failing, it's learning. If you think that you launch a product and it doesn't work, you failed. This is not the right business model for you. And honestly, I'm not sure if there's any business model out there that is for you because nothing out there is a guarantee. You're always going to be learning. You're always going to have risk. It doesn't matter if you work for a new company, there's a risk they're gonna go out of business. There's a risk they're gonna downsize, all right? So I just wanted to highlight that here one more time because it's super, super important. I think you guys know that by now. I've said it so many times, so important. All right, so what I wanna do here to really wrap up the show and give you guys an inspiring and motivating and just exciting story, I wanna share with you something that I wasn't going to share. This was a video message to me that was through an email sent in by Tony. And she wanted to do this to really let me know how her journey 
has become and like what has happened through that journey and also for me to let other people know that they can do it. I want you to use this as actionable advice though, guys. I want you to do exactly what she is saying to silence out those voices, those self-doubt voices, and, and really just believing in yourself and knowing that you have to get started to get a result. And you have to learn what you have to learn now. And just remember that you are just one product away from getting started and getting results. So don't forget that. Hey Scott, it's Tony from Washington DC. I just wanted to send you a quick message to say thank you so much for everything that you're doing over at the Amazing Seller website and on the podcast. I um, just love it and it's such an awesome resource for me and I wanted to share a little bit about my journey with you. So I uh, started listening about a year ago, found the podcast, didn't know anything about FBA or private labeling and was really interested right away. So I was listening on the way to work, on the way home from work, after work, exercising all the podcasts at one and a half speed so I could absorb as much as I could as fast as I could. Um, since then, I've launched one product. It's been selling for eight weeks and I've done a little over 36,000 in sales in that short time. So I am thrilled and just so happy and excited. So. Uh, now I'm working on launching two more products in that same brand and just couldn't be more excited to see what happens. So just wanted to say thank you. Um, you know, I could not have made it here without you and the podcast and the website and just the wealth of information you've made available for people like me through the website and the podcast and, um, you know, the resources and the knowledge and the experience you've shared has just been invaluable to me. Um, in the beginning, I was really overwhelmed thinking about all of the steps that are involved and the things you have to learn and coordinate. And um, I was really, you know, discouraged at first. But I listened to your advice, where you say just, you know, take one step at a time. Don't even worry about the next step until you get there and I focused and took action and it's just been an amazing journey so far. Um, also, you know, not only is all the content you offer full of actionable information, you really break things down and provide a framework that is easy to follow and execute even for a beginner like me. Um, you know, I'd listen to the podcast and take notes and then 10 minutes later I'm on the computer and I'm actually like making progress on my business just that quickly. So um, thank you for all of that. And also thank you for being such an awesome teacher. Your, um, you know, your energy and your positive attitude really helped me with that extra push of self-confidence I needed to take action and get started. So that's been awesome too. Um, I guess if any new people get to hear this or anyone who's frustrated or, you know, just feeling discouraged, my advice that I would offer would be just try not to let yourself get overwhelmed. Just focus on that one task that's right in front of you at that moment and, you know, worry about the next things when they're actually relevant and, you know, just, just try and like focus and do what you can on that one thing and then move on step by step. Um, 
also take advantage of all the resources that are out there. There's just so much on the Amazing Seller website and in the podcast that is just so helpful and so actionable. Um, a lot of the issues I've run across since getting started, I'll go on the Amazing Seller website and you know type in the search bar whatever the question or you know relevant topic is, and then all the podcasts pop up, and I'll listen to whatever ones are applicable to what I'm trying to figure out, and I've probably had about 95% of my questions answered through just doing that. And also, you know, the Facebook community for The Amazing Seller is awesome. There's a bunch of people like me and, you know, people who are super experienced out there, and they're all just trying to help each other out. And, um, you know, the Facebook Lives are awesome because it's so great to interact with you guys and ask live questions, you know, once a week. That's just so helpful and cool. Um, and I guess lastly, don't be afraid to make mistakes. It's just, it's going to happen. And every mistake that I've made, because that's, you know, how it goes being an entrepreneur, it's just you have to trial and error and keep at it. Um, every mistake I've made, I've just learned so much and become stronger and more resilient because of it. So don't be afraid to take the action and go for it and just, you know, take advantage of these resources and do the best you can to take action. That's all I can say. It's just, you got to go for it. So thank you guys again so much, Scott. You have just made this whole experience awesome and exciting and I can't thank you enough. Also, your team, everybody at The Amazing Seller, you guys are all awesome. Um, all right, guys, have a great day. I'm so happy to be a part of this community, and let's all go out and take some action. Let's go. All right, bye. All right, so there you have it. Eight real stories from eight real people, sellers just like you and me. Some are a little bit further along in the journey and uh, you know, you have to start somewhere. No matter where you are, there's always gonna be someone a little bit further ahead. But the cool thing is the TAS community is here to help you and help each other. And that's really what I wanna do here. Whether you're in our paid class, our private class, the private label classroom, that is, or if you are just consuming the free content that I'm putting out there on a weekly basis, I wanna see you succeed. And there's no reason that you can't reach out to people within our community and ask for help. Now, if you are in our private label classroom, you know that we do monthly hangouts there. So you can ask questions there. If you're not in the class, you can go over to the free Facebook group and ask questions there or search questions there. Or as Tony said, go to the website, theamazingseller.com and go in the search field. If there's something you're, you're stuck on or something that you're struggling in, search for that just-in-time learning. I can't stress that enough. And the one thing I want to definitely highlight here and stress is that you have to take one thing at a time. Create the roadmap, yes, but follow it one step at a time or one turn at a time. And just understand that, you know, the thing between our ears, our mind is really, really powerful. And that can help us, but it can also hurt us. So you definitely wanna surround yourself with like-minded people. And like I said, we have a huge community over 
in uh, the Amazing Seller community. We also have a great private community inside the Private Label Classroom. So if you're interested in learning more about our class, you can always head over to privatelabelclassroom.com and you can get more information there. You can see if we're open for enrollment or when our next uh, opening will be. You can definitely go check it out there. But I just want to say that I am super, super proud of everyone that is out there trying to create a lifestyle business. And I'm so proud of the people that are actually taking the action, but also learning through that and not beating themselves up and stopping because something didn't just quite work. There's always going to be those obstacles. There's always going to be those sticking points, but you have to understand it's a process and you need to learn through that process. All right, guys. So that is going to wrap up this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that you enjoyed listening to people talk about what they have learned through this process. And who knows, maybe the next time I do one of these episodes, you'll be one of those eight and you can let us know what your story has looked like since you've started. All right. So guys, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.